0: Welcome to Sports ETA, hosted by Al Kidd, a podcast on trends and thoughts for the sports travel events industry.
1: And welcome to the podcast here. This is Jackie Rowe, sitting in for Mr. Al Kidd with Linda Logan from the Columbus Sports Commission, longtime executive director who was honored at the Women's Sports Summit with a Trailblazer Award. Welcome, Linda, to the podcast. Thank you so much. What a great surprise. How it was that? a great surprise. Yes. And Elizabeth Young, your longtime friend and mentor back in her Ohio State University days, presented the award, so that had to be Very special.
0: meaningful to have close colleagues and friends in the room, too. Absolutely. So, thank so you.
1: I, I should give a shout-out to our fellow Ohio University Bobcats. Yes. Where you Go got Bobcats. your start yep, Absolutely. The, the illustrious sports administration program at OU. Yes. Absolutely. So, tell us, take us back to Ohio University, and really, how you got your, your start in the career. You know,
0: it's funny. I'm from a very small Ohio town, Fairport Harbor, and we didn't have really girls' sports when I was there. So, I was a big sports fan, and I was the statistician for the boys' team, and um, ended up being our sports editor of our high school newspaper. And thought I wanted to be a sports journalist, and realized I wasn't such a great writer. When I got to Ohio University, so quickly. Um, transitioned into more of the the behind-the-scenes communication side of things, and who even knew that there would be a career like something like this Mm -hmm. in the sports commission industry, but really taking kind of the best of all worlds and got to work for sports teams and facilities and even conferences, and I feel like now I represent this great destination and sell sports, so how about that?
1: Mm -hmm. So we're sitting here in beautiful Tampa, Florida, who is the host of the NCA Women's Final Four Uh, in Columbus hosted the Women's Final Four and and, uh, it's just a year ago I know is that hard to believe but everything that anyone said or reported from last year's Final Four was it was the best ever so congratulations on that and I know you set the bar here for the colleagues in Tampa but what did you take away from hosting a Women's Final Four
0: you know I, I think Tampa gave us a lot of inspiration I think this is their third time to host in maybe a decade and so all these best practices from the colleagues around the country and knowing that this was a big event for our community. And really, we did not get the bid the first time. I think that's always important to know. Sometimes those losses uh, turn into something really big a little bit later. And I think that as a community, we know, knew uh, the first time around that we didn't have the right infrastructure in place. And we had a very small staff at that time. And we were able to turn that loss into a big win by it really bolstering up the infrastructure and even our staff. And so all of those things came to better, better, together at the right time. And we knew that from a flawless execution that was possible, but things we couldn't control like the game and the weather. But as we laugh now, we take credit for that too. <laughs>
1: That's right. Absolutely. And when you think about Columbus, Ohio, in the heartland, the capital of Ohio, you think of Ohio State Buckeye football but there's so much more happening in Columbus on the sports scene, the facility scene. Talk a little bit about what the city is going through in the, the sports scene. Yes,
0: these are the good old days, as they say. We're just have experiencing big growth uh, from around the community. I think we are known for our collaboration uh, from our professional sports to our college sports, both Division One, Two, and 3 we're very involved with, and our amateur sports scene is definitely booming as well. And our meeting site, our, our sister organization, Experience Columbus, is hosting ASAE this year, American Society of Associated Executives. So to think maybe 15 years ago that we would host Women's Final Four and ASAE, I just think that would have been on our aspirational list. And now to have hosted both in a very short period of time, now what's next for the destination and, of course, for our sports commission? I think the, the field is wide, wide open for us.
1: Yeah, and we're sitting here at the Women's Summit, and the second summit, you were very involved in the inaugural inaugural event and the planning and the overall idea. Where have you seen it come in the last two years?
0: Isn't it great? Just a room full of 70 women that uh, of varying backgrounds, but, you know, I think what we all have in common is that we love what we do, and we want opportunities to come our way. So depend, no matter what your age, we always want to continue to learn and network and So there's a lot of pride in the fact that maybe Columbus was the first host. And I know that uh, partnering with the Women's Final Four has certainly been uh, a great advantage for all of us to not only uh, share time together, but then also be part of one of these great marquee events for women in our sport.
1: We've had a a number of terrific speakers representing all walks of industry and experience, and it's been a terrific lineup. What have you taken away from today in terms of the advice or the counsel?
0: You know, I was busy writing notes and looking up some, you know, uh, ideas for some great reading because we got some great resources today. So, again, just that opportunity to meet some of the best and the brightest, whether it's a former police chief here in Tampa that's running for mayor. How inspirational is that? Mm -hmm. Uh, To, you know, former athletes that have a very non-traditional role now as either an official or a TV commentator. And I I just think that uh, I'm just leave here very inspired.
1: Yeah, and so... Uh, again, congratulations on the, the Trailblazer Award, a surprise award, and um, talk about what that means. What did that mean when you heard that, when you, what, has it sunk in yet?
0: Well, I think it's any time that you're recognized by your colleagues, that's very special, and so I guess I'm a kind of an emotional person anyway, so I was trying to keep it together because that's very special, and to be surrounded in, a, in this forum in particular where I feel like we had a big part in, in getting it going, certainly at doesn't go unnoticed how important it is for me to get recognized
1: and you you mentioned the the capacity crowd which actually doubled from last year which is tremendous when you look around the room there are some some ladies who are brand new to the industry there are more veterans uh, in the industry why is it important for this group to get together on an annual basis
0: well I think what we see too is that we're like passing the torch to um, the next leaders of the organization and the so bright and smart and great ideas. And, you know, I know I was fortunate to have those people looking out for me when I first got started too, Um, whether it was Suzanne Stewart uh, from Tulsa. And I just remember uh, those women that helped me, lift me into the room or pull me into the room. And I just think about those opportunities to do that again for others. And I think that is very important that we continue to give back.
1: Yeah, and and as you look at the, the young women in the room, what types of advice would you give them as they start their career? You know, to
0: be patient, I guess. I You know, I think now everything is so instant, whether because of, I think, social media, we all expect things to happen so quickly. But, you know, kind of enjoy the journey, too. It's not just about the destination. So take time to, even if it's not the dream job right now, we all take a few uh, detours and to enjoy the ride, I guess.
1: Yeah, and the... uh the piece of advice I heard over and over today is change is good. Adopt change, accept change, and you certainly have in your career.
0: Absolutely. So, I, you know, I've been behind the scenes, uh, in front of the scenes, in front of the camera, on the microphone, and all those things have, you know, taught me some great lessons on how to do things correctly, and when I don't do them properly, you know, I, I hopefully I can take uh, note and not make the same mistake twice. So any time you can impart that wisdom, I think when you're the historian in the room now, Um, you've got sage advice.
1: Absolutely. Well, thank you, Linda. I appreciate you being on the podcast. All right.
0: Thanks so much. You've been listening to Sports ETA, a production of Sports ETA, the leading organization for sports professionals. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast for the latest in trends and topics from the top thought leaders in the sports travel events industry.